podcast about living life a bit differently. We're Natalie and Daniel, a married couple from Tennessee. In 2015, we sold everything we owned, moved overseas, and we've been living the expat life ever since. Stick around to hear about our travel experiences, both good and bad, our expat adventures, and everything in between. Welcome back to episode number 19. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, we hope y'all had a wonderful Christmas and a holiday time with your friends, family, wherever you may be. Yeah, hopefully Santa found you. If you were good. Yeah, probably not. That's why he never finds me. He does find you. You just get lumps of coal. That's it. The best <laughs> gift ever. Um. So we thought we would talk about our Christmas plans that we normally have every year since we've moved abroad. Um. So when we moved away from the U.S. in 2015, we have never traveled back to the United States for Christmas. Sure have it. Um, and while it would be great to spend Christmas with family and friends from Tennessee, there are a few reasons we choose not to go back for Christmas time. It's busy. Yeah. Very busy for everybody for Christmas time. Yeah, it is extremely busy for everyone. You have family commitments, work parties, school plays, church stuff. A lot of people Basketball travel. Basketball games. Yeah. For us, it was always basketball games. Um, You know, people travel to see their families, uh, and we don't want to add to that busyness. No, because, you know, I have siblings, she has siblings, and, you know, you got to split between two different families, and you're running two different directions that day. Yeah, and so, so, um, also, like, it's a quite expensive time of the year to travel, especially, like, so far, like, from the UAE to the USA is very expensive at Christmas. Yeah. I'm sure you could get good deals, but we never look. We've so. never, yeah, we, we don't look for them. So, um, but Christmas is holiday time is always an expensive time to travel, and also like it's a long way to go for a short break because we have at the most two weeks at this time of year for like vacation time, um, and so we choose to go to the states in the summer when we have more flexibility. Um, it's a great time to explore other places. It is a very good time to explore other places. This will be our seventh Christmas abroad, and so far we've traveled to the following places over the holidays. So, our first Christmas abroad, 2015, we went to... Prague. Yeah, we went to Prague and Vienna over that trip. And you can go back, we did two episodes all about that magical trip. It was our first time in Europe. Beautiful country. It was just amazing, really magical. Countries. Yeah. Um, 2016, we went to Armenia and Georgia. Also beautiful countries. Coldest we've ever been in our lives. Yes, very much so. Um, The next year we went to Vietnam. Another epic place to go see. And we went all over Vietnam. Yeah. I think we went like four or five cities. Um, The next year we went to Zanzibar, which you can go back. We just did an episode about Zanzibar. Yeah. We had a great time. We had a a marvelous time. Yeah. Um, Then 2019, our last pre-COVID trip was to Melbourne, Australia to see some of our friends that we had met in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, which was really cool to go catch up with them. Yeah, and to see Melbourne. It was just amazing. Um, And then last year, obviously, with COVID restrictions, we could not travel. So we stayed in the UAE, which actually is the best time of the year to be here. The weather is absolutely amazing. You can be outside all day, all night. It's good camping weather. Yeah, the city's a little slower. 
then it's not quite as busy. Yeah, and they do a lot of Christmas stuff here. Like the hotels really go all out with their Christmas decorations and yeah, Santa's everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then also because not many people were traveling at all last year, all of our friends were here. Yeah. So I'm like, I spent Christmas Eve at a beach club with two of my girlfriends. I forgot you did that. Yeah, we did like a ladies' day rosé package. It was like unlimited rosé by the pool and the beach all day. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, Christmas Eve morning, we had like cocktails with friends. Or not cocktails, sorry. Mimosas with friends. Yeah. And then Christmas morning, we had breakfast with a, other friends. Other friends. And then we spent Christmas Day with another group of friends. Like we just had so much fun. Yeah, it was just kind of like a whole weekend of going to different events and parties and I say parties, but House gatherings. Parties, gatherings, yeah. It was really fun. All right. And then this year, so thankful that we can travel again. Um, we've just returned from a trip to Cairo to see some friends that we met, met here. here in Abu Dhabi and that now live there. Uh, we were actually supposed to go to Kiev and Krakow before going to Cairo, but we ended up having to cancel that trip for some reasons. So yeah. another time. Yeah, inshallah. But, yeah. So anyways, what we thought we would do today is go through our favorite places that we've been out of that list Yeah. for Christmas destinations. Um, and we actually have not told each other what we think are our top choices. So I've broken it down into a few categories that Daniel is completely unaware of. No. Yeah. As I sit over and drink my coffee. <laughs> okay. So um, the first category is going to be food. So no. your favorite place that we visited for the food. Okay. Um, and then the next one is like scenery and nature. All right. And then culture and history. All right. And then I thought we'd go through like, what do you think overall, like your top three? And then from those three, what is the best? All right. That's easy enough. Yeah. Inshallah. Okay. So favorite place for food. Favorite place for food. I'd probably have to say Prague, just because it was, I guess, our first time in Europe, and then like you could just walk out to the the Christmas markets every day, and you could get like a a pork sausage on a bun and glue wine at like eight o'clock in the morning. It's like, wow, it's a little early for glue wine. Can I just have a cup of coffee? And but I mean, they had some really good good food in the city, and it was like cold, so everything was like meat heavy and stews and stuff like that Yeah, very hearty comforting yeah. food in Prague. okay that's your number one overall for food no okay <laughs> what is your number one i overall? don't know okay well you think i'm gonna go through mine so we've been six places including the uae so we're gonna take that one off the list of christmas destinations so it leaves us with the Prague vienna trip georgia armenia vietnam zanzibar and melbourne so out of those five trips i have four favorites <laughs> It's a long way from one. Okay, but I have like two overall favorites and then two shout outs. Okay. Okay, so overall favorites for me are Vietnam and Melbourne. Yeah, Vietnam, I absolutely, I could live there. Yeah. And I asked to move there. But uh, the food in Vietnam is just absolutely amazing. Uh, they give me these little bitty stools and tell me to sit on them on the streets. And it takes me 10 minutes to sit down. Think of like a kid's bathroom stool like they used to like get to the sink or something yeah. like the little bitty step stools and that's what like, everybody sits on in the street to eat and then they give it to me 
And like, you know, most people are not that tall in Vietnam and they see Daniel and I mean, you're six, two. Yeah. So, but for them, they're just like, Oh wow. Look at this giant guy. Yeah. Sitting there eating my bowl of pho with my knees underneath my chin. Yeah. But it was worth it. Yeah. But I would say all the food in Vietnam, like the, just like the fresh ingredients. Yeah. And the markets. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was just amazing. And then for me, Melbourne. So Melbourne is so eclectic and diverse. We had tons of different types of food. Like we had great Japanese food. We had great Indian food. We had amazing um, Mexican food while we were there. They had Mexican food twice while we were there. Shocking, huh? Yeah. I mean, it was just really good food overall, a good variety. But I think for me, the number one is absolutely Vietnam. Now, my special shout outs were to Prague and to Georgia for simply for the King Kali. Yeah. Uh, my runner up would been Georgia just for the food. I love the food there. The Kinkali we had, it's like a dumpling that's got yeah. meat or vegetables, and I don't know how to describe how it's they like do it. It's like a thicker dough than yeah. most dumplings. Like it's, so it's quite hearty, and they look like a little like purse. Yeah, kind of like a mushroom ish <laughs> mushroom purse. Yeah. yeah, but they were really delicious, and it was so cold that they were like really warm and. Yeah, comforting. and they didn't tell me that they build you by have many little stumps. I don't yeah, know there's like call. a little nubbin on the yeah. end. And they bill they bill you by how many of those are left on the table. Well, I didn't know I was supposed to leave them, so I just ate everything. It was like, oh, you put it down, so it must have been <laughs> yeah. good. Just to like hold that and then eat the rest of it. But yeah, we anyways, didn't know. yeah, we didn't know. Um, but yeah, so Prague and Georgia would be like special shout outs for like specific foods. In yeah. Prague, like the pork knuckle, the sausages. Just the food overall. I mean, yeah. when we had... Goulash. The goulash, like and then we had dinner at the, uh, the what was it, the gunpowder tower. Mm-hmm. That was one of the best meals still I think I've ever had. Yeah. And I sometimes I'm like, the food was definitely amazing, but I don't know if it's attached to that memory of it being so magical of our first time in a European Christmas market. And or, that... Like the uh, like castles and Christmas yeah. lights and the cold weather and music playing everywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, but Vietnam for me is absolutely number one for the food for the Christmas travels we've been on. Yeah, I could go with that one. If you listen to um, our episode about Zanzibar, you know it's definitely not there because the food no. was bland. Yeah, the food is not good in Zanzibar. I mean, we had some nice food. Yeah, but but overall, just not what I expected. No. Okay, so next category is your favorite place for the scenery and nature. Scenery and nature. Georgia was amazing because you have lots of mountains and stuff, and we did a lot of walking and hiking and trekking all through there. But I think I may go back to Vietnam as well. Yeah. For the because I mean we did so many cities. And we get to do all the city life and the hustle and bustle. And then we went to uh, Fuquak. Yeah, Fuquak Island Fuquak. and uh, Bai Tu Long Bay. Yeah, Bai Tu Long Bay. Which is kind of, if you know Ha, ha Long Bay, it's part of Ha Long Bay, but it's a lesser known area. There was no tours, except yeah. us. Yeah, so and that we, was really amazing. Yeah, and we got to uh, Fuquak and just absolutely did nothing but walk up and down the beaches and walk around the island and all that good fun stuff. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, I said Zanzibar had gorgeous beaches. Melbourne had amazing 
forest. We went to the Dandenong Yeah, that ranges, was beautiful. And then the coastline was also gorgeous. However, I think Vietnam as well. Yeah. I think because we were able to travel and see different parts of the country. Yeah, it made a big difference. And, you know, when we were in Australia, we were supposed to go to different parts. But unfortunately, that's when the wildfires were. Right. So, so we didn't get to travel much. Like we didn't go, couldn't go down the Great Ocean Road or anything like that. So Next time. Yeah. So as of now, Vietnam, Vietnam. is holding, holding strong for food and for scenery and nature. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Favorite place for the culture and history? I found this one really hard. Yeah, that's going to be quite difficult as well. Um, Of course, you can go back to Vietnam for the culture and history because there's so much history there. Um, When we were in Georgia, we uh, went up to what I can't remember the name of that. David Grundage? David Gareggi. Gareggi, excuse me. Monastery. The monastery. And uh, went through that, and uh, that was pretty epic. I had to see how they, you know, carved everything into the walls and how it was literally carved into the side of a mountain. Uh, and to learn about the the monks and the wine and this, that, and other that they did was pretty neat. Yeah, I did really like that. So on mine, I had Vietnam because it does have a lot of history especially like being Americans, like knowing about the Vietnam War and having like relatives who fought um, to go see it from a different perspective. Yeah. Uh, it was really interesting. And then Armenia, because before we went to Georgia, we went to Armenia and our guide took us to some really old monasteries. Things were you know, carved into walls and like they, it's that, just the way they built their caves and everything, it was just mind blowing. And the stuff was so old. Yeah, because we went into was it Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? We went into that old church and they were having service, and we didn't want to go in. That's and what the, I was gonna say. Like, uh, and this guy was like, "No, no, go in." And I was like, "Well, I have no idea what they're saying." But this church had no electricity in it. It was all lit by candles, and uh, the priest was up there waving the. He's like swinging the ash. Now, so like we're not Catholic; we're Protestant Christian. So we're unfamiliar with these like customs yeah but man it was was the most moving experience yeah so it was freezing cold everyone had on like giant fur coats and hats and but they were all like hugging each other and the choir was like all young males like teenagers 20 years old their voices were so pure and so beautiful and of course they weren't singing in english so we don't know what they were saying but it was just gorgeous and there was a window or not a window just an opening in the wall at the top sunlight was streaming through it the ash going the through ash there was like catching in the sunlight oh my gosh it was pretty epic it was very moving yeah um so vietnam and armenia but then i think for me probably prague because they had castles <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a few castles there it was amazing to go inside the castles to go inside the churches yeah, to walk her up the big hill, and you're like, oh, yeah, we're almost there. And it's like, oh, no, I'm only halfway there. we got to keep on going. Yeah. So, yeah, I think for me, all everywhere we've been has a different culture and history that we appreciate. But I think I enjoyed going to the castles and to the churches in Prague more than some of the other, like, historical sites that we saw. Yeah. Yeah, it was really neat to just, I mean, like you said, you're going into 
however old, hundred year old castles, and they're just like, oh yeah, come on in, walk around. And we walked all the way up to that monastery, and uh, they had what? They were, I think we were the only people there for a long time, but they had like two or three beers on tap, and they had big blankets outside and heaters. And they were playing Christmas music, and you could look back over the entire city. Yeah, you sit above the orchard, and you just looked over the city, which was. Really nice. Yeah, if you didn't listen to the Prague and Vienna episodes, they're for, I think they're like episodes number four and five. They're at the very beginning of our podcast. We go yeah. into a lot of detail about that trip. Okay. Now, I have to narrow it down a bit more. Oh, no. Top three overall. I say that's a, that's a tough decision there. Which one uh, could you rule out? Uh, which one could I rule out? Um... I'd probably roll out Zanzibar. Yeah, me too. Okay, so then it's easy. So then there's only four. Yeah. So Prague, Vienna, Georgia, Armenia, Vietnam, Melbourne. Mm. Man, it's still a tough decision. Definitely uh, Vietnam is going to be in the top always. Uh, Probably Georgia, Armenia, and Australia for me. You left out Prague? Can't believe it. Yeah, sorry. So, I took out Georgia, Armenia. And put in Prague. And put in Prague. However, I love all four. Like, I yeah. love all of all of them so much, and for very different reasons. I think the only reason I took out Georgia, Armenia is because it was so cold. It was. It was bitter cold. And, like, negative three degrees Fahrenheit. Every day. And And we just don't have clothing for that or shoes for that. And it had snowed. 16 in, inches. In Armenia, like right before we landed so we were coming from 85 degrees sunny weather to 16 inches of snow and then it turned to negative three degrees fahrenheit so everything was just like frozen and we were frozen we were frozen so i don't feel like we got to explore quite as much outdoor areas as we normally would have we did do a lot no i think we did much more in georgia because it was a little warmer in georgia yeah georgia was closer to freezing yeah that's why I, i really enjoyed that and I'm pretty sure it was Christmas Day when we found that uh, wine festival. Oh, that was amazing. And uh, I can't remember how many wineries were there. but It was it like was, 30 small batch wineries. Yeah, and it was like five bucks to get in. They had live music. They had puppies that you could pet. Like rescue dogs and stuff. Yeah, it was just and great. they had food. And I think we spent, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll go for an hour or two. And I think we ended up spending almost all day there. Yeah. Just wandering around. And it wasn't that big, but we just wandered around and talked to people and we got to know the people from the wineries. Yeah. You know, once you have a few glasses, you know, a few several glasses of wine and then go pet some puppies, you don't really want to go anywhere else. Yeah, it's like life's Spend good. Spend your whole day there. Yeah, and they had bonfires. Yeah. Okay, so, oh, you're making, it, it's hard to decide. Yeah, it's. To just eliminate once. Okay, so we love them all for very different reasons, but now we have to go into what was your number one trip that we have taken over the Christmas holiday. Oh, my goodness. I should have studied for this one. Surprise. Yeah. Pop quiz. <laughs> I don't do very well on pop quizzes. <laughs> Good thing is these grades don't count. No, that's the best thing. Yeah. Uh, number one overall. I still probably have to lean toward Vietnam. That's what I chose too. Yeah, because that was one of the the neatest things that we that I think we've done in a long time. So we stayed in a bunch of different cities. We all 
they called them hostels, but we had like little one room apartments, pretty much like a studio that was about as big as a shoebox, but they were very nice. And you could walk, you could do whatever you want. We'd spend two or three days in each city, jump on a plane, go to another city, do the same thing, just find the most random places, like the most street food you've ever seen. The night markets. The night markets. Oh, my goodness. We did a uh, a homestay with these people and did a cooking class with them. Yeah. And we went to the market and bought all the ingredients. They took us to their local market, which was not a tourist area. No. And... They everyone everyone was a bit confused as to why we were at this market. Very confused. But this lady was so amazing. Oh, she, yeah, she was wonderful. She took us around, told us about all the ingredients, introduced us to some of the people that have been selling there for decades. Um, yeah, because she was like, oh, I've been buying stuff from her since I was a child. And, I mean, she was not much older than I am, but still. But still an adult now. Yeah. Um, went to the market, and then we went back to her personal kitchen. And yeah. she taught us how to cook a lot of the local dishes that we still make. Yeah. So. And we still use the the little peeler that she gave oh, us. Oh, yeah. She did give us that little peeler. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I think I think Vietnam definitely just takes a cake on the, the best one that uh, that we've done. So, another reason I think Vietnam is, Vietnam was our first true, like, backpacking type of trip. Not yeah. Not as far as backpacking, like, hiking but everything we had we each had one one back like a hiking backpack and then a small backpack for day trips and we took them everywhere yeah i mean not not like when we were going out during the day but um i don't know it was just like that was my first experience of packing a bit lighter going to different cities within one country we didn't have the air, the flights booked ahead of time, so we would just say like, "Oh yeah, we'll stay here for a few nights, and then yeah, if we want to stay longer, we'll book something. If not, we'll book a flight." Yeah, we'll book a flight and go somewhere else because we were supposed to do quite a bit more. Supposed to go up to the north and go up into the tunnels and stuff. And of course, it's a it's not a a rainy country, but they do get heavy floods at times. And we had oh, we wanted to go to the paddy fields, yeah, to the paddy the fields up in the north and stuff like that. And it just started raining, and they shut them all down. And well, I think we had an Airbnb or something booked up there. We were able to cancel it and jumped on a plane and went to Fuquak. So it's just kind of like, huh? Well, that didn't work out. We just tried something yeah, different. Yeah, we said, do you want to go like in the rain and cold and may get to see things, or may have to stay in our Airbnb the whole time, or we can take a flight and be on a beach? Yeah. So. And it had been a really busy trip. Like yeah. as far we wanted it to be busy, but we were walking every everywhere. The cities are really like hustle and bustle. And so at that point we were a bit thinking, you know, it'd be nice just to go and chill, chill out, out on, on the a beach. beach. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. Yeah. And then we got to Fuquak and some amazing little restaurants and beach bars and they have like a I guess like a farmer's market downtown that we walked to a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Rented a scooter. One of the scariest scooter moments of our... Uh, There's a separate episode for this that's yeah. coming. You'll just have to wait for the scooter story. Uh, but we eventually made it down to a very cool beach. And uh, then they uh, they make this thing they call fresh beer. It's Beer Ahoy. Beer Ahoy. Bia. Bia. Ahoy. Yeah. It's, uh, what, 10 cents a pint? If that. Super cheap. One of them was like 5 cents a pint. I think that was in Hoi Am, though. Yeah, but... On Fuquak, they uh, they just put up a sign up that says fresh beer. 
And as long as the sign's up, they have fresh beer. And I, I can't remember which bar we were. Cinderella bar. Was it Cinderella? The wood that brought out like the growlers yeah. of the beer. Yeah, that was Cinderella bar. <laughs> we did that, and then we went to that little bitty place, and I can't remember how much money I put down on the table. There was only like five people in there. And I said, I'll buy this until the keg runs out or the money runs out. And we stayed in there, and everybody drank for like three or four hours, and the keg never ran out, and the money never ran out. So I was like, All I think right. it was the equivalent of about $10. Yeah. And the guy's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's 10 bucks. It was really fun. And Made some friends. Yeah. We end up talking to the owner and talking to the owner's wife, met the kids, uh, end up bringing the whole family out so we could meet them. Uh, But yeah, I mean, we sit in there for two or three hours and talk to them. And then we had some friends go to that same bar, what, a year later? Yeah, you're six months, a year later. And they were like, oh yeah, our friends recommended this place and these people fortunately or unfortunately remembered us and knew our names they showed a, they showed a picture of us our friends did and they were like these do you recognize them they said oh, oh. so much beer <laughs> but it was we didn't drink all the beer we shared it yeah we gave it to everybody so yeah vietnam was just an amazing trip and we'll do an episode all about the places that we went and what we did in vietnam yeah uh, there's one place that if you ever get a chance to to stay at definitely stay at the ant hut oh the ant hut yeah it's an epic little place. Yeah. We'll give you all the details later. Yeah. But yeah, so I think we both agree that Vietnam's Vietnam has been one of the coolest places we've been for Christmas. For Christmas. Now, if we got into like all of our travels. No, oh, I couldn't. I mean, it, I was, Vietnam would still be in the top for me. But yeah, but. That's another podcast episode. Yeah, this Or series, perhaps. A two-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, we hope that whether you traveled for Christmas or stayed home with your family, that you had a wonderful time. Yeah. I hope you got everything you want. Got to spend time with friends and family. That's the most important thing, right? To be present wherever you are. And enjoy it. Yeah. So, hope you have a wonderful new year. And here's to an amazing year of travel and experiences and connections and friendships in 2022. See y'all. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, share it on social media, give us a rating and leave a review. These really help us. Follow and connect with us on Instagram at Our Wayward Life and reach out to us with any questions either through social media or email at ourwaywardlife at gmail.com. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.